Welcome back, y'all, and happy Pride Month. And if you don't celebrate Pride, that's all right, too. Make sure that you're being an ally and not an adversary. And hype your hype your bestie up, you know? <laughs> hype your friends up. Go out and celebrate. Have fun and just be out there and be you. I think that's part of what Pride is, is being proud to be you and who you are. And we should not be judged for that. If you're not hurting other people, I, you know, I just, I don't get it. I, I think some people just really need to calm down and do some introspection. Um, I have Julia on the podcast. She's been on here before and she's going to talk a little bit about her personal experiences, which doesn't mean that they're the same as anyone else's, but Um, You know, hopefully you can learn something. And if you are someone that needs that love from a family member because you feel like you're not accepted, I got you. I'm sending you love and positive vibes your way. Yes. (laughs) Awesome. So I have Julia Rennie back on the podcast with me. Thanks for having me. Very excited to be here. Love having you on here. So it's freaking Pride Month. Hell I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if you're, you're aware of that. <laughs> Me, no. But if I were to show you my calendar, it would be covered in rainbows. And then you'd be like, you're a liar. Happy <laughs> Pride, everyone. We're here. We're queer. And fabulous. Doing our best. Yes, and fabulous. I love it. So what, like, how do you like to celebrate Pride? So this is actually the first year I'm not, like, to go to is the Houston Pride Parade mm-hmm. and my friends went to school at U of H so they love Houston they are Houston Knights and we go do the parade we get a hotel nearby there's a lot of after partying a lot of gay culture it's fun I mean we do the whole dress up go out in the sun drink a lot and at pride festivals you know they'll walk around and be like show us your titties we'll give you a free shot and I'm like yeah I'm down for the cause so I I mean it's gay culture like I just think being free and like listening to your life in that moment is what pride is all about so it's always good it's scary let's just say that I think that's why it's changing my plans like I think my anxiety has kind of gotten over um what it's at I don't know if it's as safe now. So I think I have a lot of anxiety around that. So I might do something in San Antonio, but also just like feeling out, feeling it out. And I don't know. And then there's like a parade later that night. And so normally the people who do tents, which is what my friend group and I do, we go down there really, really early and they're posted up there from like 5 a.m. until seven o'clock at night. And there's like a little inner party that you can buy tickets for, but they shut that down this year out of like the fear for safety which is like crazy to even think about because I'm like, oh, COVID's over, we're outside. But it's like, no, there's actually a war on your rights. And I mean, being a woman and being queer, like, whew, what a journey. I just don't know how we're back here so fast. Like, yeah. like it, just thinking about my lifetime, it's like, oh my gosh, we came so far. And then now we're backsliding. I don't understand. It hasn't even been that much time. Yeah, I mean, you, our relationship, like you were my coach my sophomore year at my high school. And then that senior year was 2015. I was the editor-in-chief of the yearbook. And I was like, we're doing a rainbow spine. We're doing a rainbow spine because gay marriage just got like legalized. So that was my senior year of like high school. And then to be where I'm at, like with myself, like I'm 24. So I've only been out of high school for a little while. I mean, almost 10 years in my eyes, but I'm being dramatic by saying that. Um, 
but like seven years and like now we're facing it not being legalized and like I'm comfortable being out in my own skin that like I grew up in a household where it wasn't really like okay to be that way and I did a lot of like self-deprecation and suppression and I really like let it eat me alive and so to now be like where I'm at and comfortable in who I am with I like comfortable in who I am and with somebody that I love I like have to fear about like showing PDA Mm -hmm. because like what if somebody feels the need to like really be hateful and like we got really comfortable with people being outwardly violent intolerant like I think with the polarization of politics even people feel very very comfortable being so bold in a way that harms other people and that makes me really scared so my uh the girl that does my tattoos, like my floral sleeve, she was kind of saying that too. She's like, when, when we go out, like we, the PDA, we just like, we don't hold hands. We we're, we just pretend like we're friends going out because of things like that now. Yeah. I mean, my partner and I, like, like April is really comfortable in their sexuality. And I, in my own self and like growing up where I grew up, like, even when I started leaning into, like, I've known that I like girls since I was probably like eight years old. Like, I do want to be accepted by the people around me. And so I will suppress parts of myself that don't really feel comfortable in that area. And I think about going out, I'm the one that's like, not ashamed because I've been with people who are ashamed to be with me, but I'm so anxiety ridden that like if somebody sees us kiss or if men objectify us like that's a really uncomfortable feeling too is like how sexualized being queer is as a female presenting person and in my own identity like I like when people think I'm attractive so like then I sit with myself I'm like am I only doing this because the attention I get Mm -hmm. no it's not it's because you love this person well if I love them I shouldn't be worried about it and then it's like well you have to worry because it's your safety that's your bottom of your pyramid and so you just have this like non-stop anxiety induced thought about like am I safe to be this person right now in this life and you would say yeah everybody loves it like it's totally accepted and it's like it's Juneteenth people are saying happy Juneteenth when like if you know anything about what Juneteenth is about it's not happy like it's something that should be commemorated for like the people who were treated unfairly the people who were historically not supported and I don't I like I want to celebrate it but I'm also like this is a protest in itself and with where we're headed like it's terrifying with how smart and how willing people are to be nasty to continue to act like it's not an unsafe place like I can't I can no longer enjoy celebrating pride because I know that like it might result in my like lack of safety and that's awful to think about when did you start feeling comfortable to like be open I guess so honestly I love this question and I think I have a dual side of this I think I first felt accepted whenever like I have family from California on my dad's side he grew up in San Francisco so already because that was a major city for like gay culture gay rights it was accepted there. My dad was like, oh, we're not going to get pregnant. He also had four daughters. So I think he (laughs) was a little bit concerned about us like getting pregnant at an early age as most fathers are. But like he had a sense of relief. Now my mom was pretty into the church. So like, I just knew like it wasn't going to be that vibe. I'm also the oldest and I feel like mothers have like very, um, 
vicarious living energy towards their daughters. Like right, if it's their oldest or their only, like that's just the energy that's there, which if you have a great relationship with your mom can really be a beautiful thing. If you don't, it can be a really stressful thing. And I know I mirrored a lot of things that like my mom didn't love about herself. And so I think one of them was like being her true authentic self. Like I think she had a very like narrow mind around like what her life was going to be like. So I didn't really feel out being around my family. Now my sisters are super cool. I, I was also the older sister. So I think they just wanted to support me for who I was. But if we're talking like in public, I didn't even have my first kiss in public with somebody until 2021. And I've been out. I never really had like a coming out story. I just kind of told people I do what I want. And that's still like my energy and my perspective to like sexuality. I think it's a choice. Like you, like it's a choice to some extent. Let me pause. Like like, I'm just attracted to people for people. And that's like the level where I find intimacy is like on a human level, not really like gender based or. Um, you know, I, I, that's just not who I am, but like, I can choose on being like monogamous and with like a female versus a male. Like I know and trust myself to choose what I want. So I was always like from seventh grade on just telling people I do whatever I want. Like I had had experience with both like men and women by like eighth grade. Now I was a good kid. I didn't do anything crazy, but I had experienced attraction to both sexes by that point. And I think I had like a turmoil in myself to be like, well, you have to decide. And I think the most liberating thing about like queer versus like gay or lesbian, like putting yourself in a box, like being queer is just the idea of like you beat to your own drum in my eyes. And I think it's really used as an umbrella term for like individuality and like trusting yourself to make the decisions you need to make. And Unfortunately, like I grew up with four women in my every woman in my life is a badass. And I am really driven by badass women. And so like I was attracted to the fact that like women could be badasses and I would never have to be around a man. Like my worldview wasn't around, oh, I need a man in my life to be successful. It was work your ass off, be successful yourself, and then you can have it however you want. And so I think what appealed to me about like women was that like they could be friends whenever I needed them to be friends and then if I wanted to like cross that line like I don't think I experienced as much rejection around it because I think women naturally do have a cure like a curiosity about being with other women because there's a lot of like mental stimulation there that a lot of men historically struggle with I think they just like don't allow themselves to feel emotions the way that women do but like I know for myself I'm very stimulated by like my emotional experiment like experiences with people and then I have like that sexual attraction so I think it just goes to I don't know I think it just goes to like trusting yourself to like pick what feels right for you and also knowing it doesn't really matter like nobody should look at you and think that you're not worth anything because of how you choose to live like your personal time in your life like I just think that that's a really ugly thing to judge people about and I'm a Leo I am judgmental let me just say that but like it doesn't have to be ugly like you can judge things and just acknowledge that like you have no say in that person's life and I think we're getting to a point where we're very comfortable controlling other people and I think that's the scary part like if it's not harming another person or being then like go for it because it's just not my business it's nobody's business and stop asking people especially the trans community what their genitalia looks like that's just weird like you're being weird 
That's all. <laughs> Mic drop. <I'm> <laughs> thing. I just think like pride is a beautiful thing and you really have an opportunity to educate yourself on like a life experience that other people are having. And I do think that like oppression encourages knowledge like the more difficult it is for you to take a crack at life the more you learn to like adapt and I think when you have people who haven't been comfortable in their skin for so long and finally get to a point where they're so confident in who they are to feel safe in their own mind like that's why they're oppressing us still because they don't want us to be comfortable in our sense of self because that makes us not robots and I just I think self-liberation is what pride is about, like, and letting yourself just, like, exist in the in-between, because I do think that, like, sexuality and attraction is an in-between. Like, I think you are, nothing is finite. You get to decide as the main character of your life, you can have whatever experience you want to have. And the second you let people skew that, you're no longer being true to yourself and you're living a different version of the life you could have been living. So it's never too late. Come out of the closet if you're still in there. We'll love you here. (laughs) Do you have like a favorite pride story, like an experience that you had? I just love like people watching. If you're a people watcher, go to a pride event. First of all, content. That's all you're receiving at all like moments. But actually Dallas Pride last year, um, it was my first pride with a significant other. So that was like super fun. Was just super in love. It was really amazing. It was a really good time in my relationship too. So I was just like, I was buzzing. It was great. I've been watching Love Island too. So that's my UK word of the day. Um, I was buzzing. But we went to Pride in Dallas and I had a really magical day. It was hot as Hades. On the way out, there's this group of moms wearing free mom hug shirts. And First of all, y'all heard my mommy drama. Like I was already sobbing internally and nice to see like older generations supporting like the younger generation and their liberation of self and having that mom like take the time in the sweaty Dallas, Texas heat to like hug me and to spend a moment like telling me that I'm loved and that I didn't need to like worry about whatever because I had a mom now she didn't even know who I was and like she gave me that space to like feel safe and my inner child to be like hugged by a mom and I think that was like a turning point for me I think it really like let me remember that the whole thing about pride like what you were saying about the drag episode is like it is family like I automatically will fuck with somebody because they're gay like I I'm like oh hell yeah gay pride like that's what it's about it's about like strength and numbers and like having people who have shared experiences who understand you or are likely to have empathy for a certain situation in your life and it's like safety in numbers um so yeah I mean Dallas pride was really awesome last year and then Houston pride every year is just like a movie I want to thank Julia for coming back on the podcast. We'll probably hear a little bit more from her on a future episode. And to all of my friends in Texas, I'm sending cool vibes your way. I know I was a butthead earlier (laughs) and posted on social media that I was in a sweatshirt this morning because I was. It was like in the 40s (laughs) this morning when I went out to walk the dogs. And I mean, it's like 
50s, 60s right now. So I'm sending all the cooling vibes your way because I know there's like a heat advisory going on. I keep getting the notifications on my phone. So sending you cooling, icy vibes that way. Um, everyone stay cool, stay safe, and have a great rest of Pride.